0: It's because Apple doesn't look back. They only look forward. It really isn't that much more expensive. Sure, you can go with Android if you like unintuitive, frustrating, illogical user interfaces. That's fine. You get what you pay for. Of course you can right click on a Mac. Gestures. Gestures. Apple can totally survive without Steve Jobs. That would not happen if Steve was still alive. I'm starting to wonder, if Apple's losing control in some areas that it most definitely didn't expect to. And if there may actually be some benefits to what is happening, along with the odd downside. But what I'm going to do before I talk about control, just take some quick thoughts on the AirPods Pro. I noticed the uh, spatial audio feature appear the other day. And thought I'd give it a try, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting much at all. After all, these earphones are tiny, they're absolutely tiny. Uh, I put Ted Lasso on and I, I, I was blown away by the effect it produces. If you hold your phone, for example, in front of you and you turn your head to the right, the sound still comes from the position where your phone was and obviously the same if you turn your head to the left and also up and down. Now that might not sound like much but when you actually do it it's bloody amazing it really is very very impressive but perhaps more so than that I noticed that over prolonged use that the sound does feel much deeper brighter and all-encompassing than it would otherwise and it just makes what you're watching i believe the uh film or the tv episode has to has to be done in dolby atmos but it it really enhances the experience in quite a special way and on a product that you would not expect it to be possible on Maybe it helped that I was watching Ted Lasso, which I highly recommend. It is just such a superb series and I actually find myself really looking forward to Fridays now for the new episodes to come out. That's how sad my life has become. But seriously, it's quite impressive that Apple has managed to add a feature that no one was expecting. ...to a product that's still sold by the bucket load... ...and which is extremely expensive for what they are. So, yeah, kudos to Apple for that. It it really has surprised me. Also on the AirPods Pro... ...we have this new feature where... ...if you um, are using your iPad... ...for example, to listen to music or something else... ...and then you go to your iPhone the AirPods will automatically connect to it. Yeah, right, like hell it does. I must say, of all the features I've tried in the betas so far, and even in the new releases, it's incredibly uh, inconsistent. And for me, it's probably worked 1 in 10 times. And on those 1 in 10 times, I really didn't want it to happen. So maybe... will be a use case for it in the future but it is literally going to save you a couple of seconds here and there and i'm not convinced that the hassle isn't going to far outweigh any of the benefits and i should also add that um ted lasso actually could make me resubscribe to apple tv plus and I got it for free for a year with my iPhone 11 Pro and I never had any intention of resubscribing but I can't imagine not watching it and maybe I'll have to check to see how much it is to purchase standalone because I'll be honest I haven't seen anything else on Apple TV Plus that would make a monthly subscription worthwhile uh, on on the subject of updates and beaters as I was talking about with the handoff of AirPod Pros, Apple threw out uh, an iOS 14 beta last week, just after the main release and the main announcements, and it included an Apple Watch, uh, an Apple sorry Watch OS 7 update, and and that's really bizarre because it's taken away many of the new Apple Watch faces. That are available to any Watch OS seven user with the right Apple Watch, and it's actually taken away oxygen tracking, which is the key feature of the Apple Watch Series six, and some would argue the only new feature in the six. I can only presume that it's been built from the GM release or pre GM release uh, when we didn't have those things there. There was a point in the beta. Where uh, you had a few new faces, and these final ones, like the GMT face and that appallingly awful arty face that they seem to think was a good idea, uh, those faces came on, you know, with the release of iOS 14, the public release, and they've now been taken away again. So that's a bit of a bizarre situation, and I'm also seeing quite a Quite a drop in battery performance as well. So one way or another, I've got to try and get myself off the uh, beta train for this year. And unfortunately, at the moment, it's extremely difficult and especially with watchOS. But I'm sure I'll come up with something no matter how much hassle I have to go through. So how is Apple losing control? Well, the first thing. Is this whole uh, craze with icons and people theming their home screens? Because we now have widgets, admittedly still somewhat limited, but obviously third-party developers will get there. I think they were caught on the hop with how quickly Apple released iOS 14. I think basically they were given a day's notice, which is ridiculous. But what's happened is many users have started using shortcuts to add their own icons to apps and then use a specific action to effectively create themes. And within this, there's other apps like Widgetsmith, which allows you to match a widget to have the same colouring, the same tones and basically the same look. And it would be fair to say that some of these actually look. Quite attractive and. I guess many more people have a lot more time on their hands at the moment. Because of Covid and everything that's happening, and so it almost becomes like a small creative process to be able to. Just create something particularly for people who've always used iPhones and and never looked elsewhere. And of course, Android users quite rightly are looking at this and laughing because it's been there since the start of Android. And we still have the situation where if you create a shortcut and you build your own icon, what happens is you tap the icon on the home screen. It jumps over to the shortcuts app, which you see for a little while, and then it jumps into the app that you're trying to open. Now, you can cut that down an awful lot. If you go into settings, accessibility and reduce motion, that actually makes quite a difference. But there's still a visual handoff there. Which reminds you every single time you open an app, and obviously on any phone, you're going to do that potentially hundreds of times a day. It reminds you that this is not real. This is a bit of a hack to get to where you want to be. And really, you're hacking every single app just to make your home screen look pretty. But I get this. I mean, I do. If you think about how, how, for how long you're looking at your screen, it's quite nice to look at something that you've created or that you feel you've created and that you've put together and that feels consistent. I do remember, though, in my Android days, you can end up... It's a bit like having too many TV channels. You, you can be changing your themes and the positions of things over and over again and actually lessening the uh, efficiency and usability of your device. There's no processor in the world that's as quick as you knowing where an icon is and just tapping it without even thinking. But the fact is, it's become hugely popular. Maybe a decade too late for people who haven't used iPhones or people who use other devices alongside the iPhone. And I wonder if Apple, if there's seniors in Apple are sort of looking up and saying, oh, this really has caught on. Maybe we need to do something here. And, And the strange thing is, they don't have to make it a massive new feature in iOS 15. They literally could find a way to allow a shortcut that's instant without the visual handoff to shortcuts and back again. And and what I'm seeing is this, I don't know, I don't know if it's a novelty or people are actually genuinely excited by it because they're seeing something new on this phone that they've used, again possibly for a decade, and this feels new and refreshing to them. The worry for Apple is what happens if someone looks at that and then someone says look you can do on Android and could well be exciting enough for them to think yeah I could give up Apple Pay and iMessage and uh, move over to Android so that I can stick a few fancy new icons and themes on there. I mean that's not going to happen in huge numbers and we do have a solution for this. And of course, it's not important at all in 2020, but I really do think Apple should allow it. And I see no technical reason not to, besides boneheadedness and this uh, continuing desire to evolve and release things slowly. And... You could argue that they always wait until they can do something right, such as uh, face ID, fingerprint recognition, so many other hardware features they've done over the years only came when they were able to, to make a product that was worthy or, or they would perceive as worthy of the app or name, which is why we don't have a folding phone yet. And I've seen a few of these folding phones up close. And yeah, I the, 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 if this is the best that can be done at the moment, there's no way you're going to see one from Apple for some time. But this is different. This is, as I said, the solution's already there. It is can be quite elegant. It can be ugly, but that's down to the user. And it would be nice to see... Apple just lighten up a tiny bit because I get the feeling it's run away from them. And it would be a similar story if you could start to do things with the Apple Watch in terms of faces. And if there's a point where users are able to start making their own, that would also run away from Apple. And I would suggest that there could be big money in developers being allowed to... Create Apple Watch Faces and potentially themes, maybe quite complex themes for iPhones and iPads. But for the moment, we are stuck with this hack. And I just get the feeling, though, literally day by day, it's becoming more popular. And at some point, something will have to give. And I don't think Apple would dare take away the shortcut functionality that currently allows it. Then again, I've thought that on many other things in the past and uh, they're quite capable of that as well. The other area where I noticed something quite strange, um, I was looking at the Apple Watch 6 and I was just checking something for an article I was writing. And there was about two or three models And they were all available, I believe, mid-October to have delivered, you know, from apple.co.uk. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's still quite a way away. Uh, Some of them were available for pickup at a store that's about 50 miles away. But then strangely on Amazon, in the Apple store on Amazon, the official Apple store, they were available to be delivered tomorrow. And I found that bizarre because we're not used to other retailers, whether they're bricks and mortar or online, actually being able to get stock out before Apple itself can. But indeed, that is the case. If you go and look now, there's a variety of Apple watches. You could have delivered uh, probably Thursday now, uh, although this podcast will go out Wednesday, so that will be tomorrow. Yeah, whatever. Um, So I just found that odd. And obviously there's some kind of agreement in place there. Maybe it could lead someone to perceive that Apple needs Amazon enough that when the contracts were written, Amazon has got a fair bit of leeway there in what they can do. And they've obviously got some power in the stock that they can get in. And obviously, they, of course, they are the same price. That they're all going to be the RRP. So if you are looking to get an Apple Watch Series 6, you're probably much better going on to Amazon. And the longest you'll wait may be three to four days. Just don't install the uh, new beta on it, or you won't be able to use the only new feature in the Series 6 that's worth talking about. And the only other thing I wanted to talk about was... Over the past month or so, i found myself uh, with more time. And unfortunately, that time looks like, well, I say unfortunately, fortunately, it looks like time is going to be harder to come by over the next few weeks because some of the freelance work I was doing before has now come back. And I found myself looking a bit more at technology. Obviously, Apple, I I still tend to have a cursory glance at uh, stuff outside of the Apple world. But I have found myself spending more time looking for the right apps and maybe doing a little bit of customising, although I can't really say that's my thing at the moment. And I wonder if that's to do with having a bit more time with the not having to travel into work and perhaps just filling up time and you know the Apple watch has been on my wrist for two months now my mechanical watches just sit there uh, doing absolutely nothing and I'm wondering if a few other people are going through that as well when there's many places you can't go to when you can't interact with friends and family. Maybe sometimes you you take solace in just, well, dicking about on your phone or your tablet and looking for a perfect solution to organize all those things you can't do anymore that you used to be able to do. And yeah, I've almost found it relaxing. Just looking at things that are nothing to do with Covid and everything else that's going on in the world. But I do hope that when this is all over and I can get back to a normal life. The Apple products I have can go back to doing what they were designed to do, which is just to let me do things and to not dick about which is why maybe the whole idea of theming and icons and more advanced widgets might be a pipe dream after all. And that's it really, just some thoughts of stuff I've seen in the last few days. To many of you who prefer the more um, political ramblings or something, particularly the stuff me and Joanne go on about, you might find this all a bit geeky, but I suspect that Still to this day, the majority of people who visit the site are geeks at heart, as many of us are, even if we don't want to admit it. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you've got any ideas of subjects for podcasts, just get in touch via mcgst.com. I've just realised how much of a mouthful that is to say, but I'm not going to change the name again. And um, uh, you'll get to listen to me next time. Bye for now.